Conclusion Capitalism that thrives under the conditions of globalization is liberation. It unlocks human beings' immense ingenuity. Indeed, this progress has been immense. Educational attainment, literacy, global life expectancy, and access to basic life necessities such as water, electricity, and the internet have all gone up. Democracy has spread vigorously, while incidences of violence are at historical lows. The same downward trend can also be traced in data on global income inequality and global poverty. At the same time, this innovative spirit sometimes creates new forms of exploitation which privilege a tiny minority at the expense of the common good. Negative externalities like global warming through CO2 emissions or increased financial instability are good examples. The good news is that we are not doomed to this outcome. Branko Milanovic's latest book, Capitalism Alone, presents a powerful message. We are all capitalists now, and the system has triumphed because it works. It has its flaws, but we have to work to improve it, as the system is malleable. For instance, mitigating the adverse effects of global warming could be effectively achieved by creating a race to the top instead of a dangerous race to the bottom, without compromising the capitalist growth potential so essential in our collective fight against global poverty. Setting higher standards by passing laws mandating energy-efficient and carbon-neutral buildings and cars, developing social norms which reward sustainable thinking, and creating property rights are all available policy tools. Furthermore, America's business roundtable's recent decision to affirm a multi-stakeholder model, in contrast to shareholder primacy, is only one of the steps needed to prevent excesses on the part of a flawed and dysfunctional corporate governance model. Instead of only putting emphasis on the principle of shareholder value and short-term financial indicators, corporate managers ought to take into consideration the wider societal impact of their decisions e.g. on consumers, workers, suppliers, and citizens. We can also beef up instruments against cronyism, with the goals of taxing and shaming excessive lobbying that is equivalent to an arms race, with accompanying inefficient outcomes. Even Milton Friedman articulated the goal of maximising shareholder value under the assumption that the basic rules of the game are off-limits to firms. In their excellent book, Winner-Take-All Politics, political scientists Jacob S. Hacker and Paul Pearson, 2010, argue that contrary to conventional wisdom, the dramatic increase in inequality of income in the US since 1978 is not the inevitable result of increased competition from globalization, but is the work of political forces. Those at the very top dramatically cut their taxes unduly deregulated the financial industry and kept corporate governance lax. This should open our eyes to avoid mistaking pro-business attitudes with pro-market ones. In contrast to Piketty, 2014, who argues that inequality inexorably widens under capitalism, Milanovic, 2016, sees it moving in waves or cycles under the impact of what he describes as benign and malign forces.
Not all forces that bring about greater equality are malign forces, akin to the four horsemen of the apocalypse. In this chapter, we have shown that income and wealth inequality are complex phenomena, and that they are not contrary to progress and globalization. Only constant vigilance by well-informed and freedom-loving citizens worldwide can ensure the right balance between dynamism and decency in capitalist societies, as well as between global and local concerns. Capitalism and the free market economy are indispensable elements in generating prosperity, but fairness and meritocracy are the key to their continued legitimacy. Hence, creating a well-articulated and broad common narrative which recognises our past achievements, current problems and future solutions is essential for continued dialogue and progress towards effective solutions. In times of rising signs of economic deglobalization, it is all the more important to remind the general public and policymakers of how globalization and capitalism have shaped our world for the better, bringing about shared prosperity and peace. A world of future cooperation, mutual trust, and constant improvement is needed for ensuring inclusive and sustainable growth. Let's embrace it and work for the benefit of not only ourselves, but also our posterity.